Peoples, it's your man Jay Raw with the Jay Raw Wrestling Podcast here with another episode. This time, episode 19, dropping it to you a week before WrestleMania week goes down. Yes, yes. Ah, feels good. Feels good. I was able to make some upgrades and uh feels good to be blessing y'all with a brand new episode. Like I said, this is episode 19. Uh, been a little bit of a minute, not too much of a minute. I think last time I dropped was 18 was uh, Revolution. So uh, I want to shout out to everybody who had an opportunity to listen to that. Right now, uh, like I said, it's uh, going to be episode 19. And uh, it's going to be a huge episode. Not too huge, but, uh, you know, like I said, a week before WrestleMania. This week going to break down. Uh, do a recap of the uh, ROH 19th anniversary show. Also going to, you know, my usual do the AEW block. Then we're going to uh, go into uh, Impact and then do a New Japan recap. Also, we're going to do a little preview for the NXT card for next week. The stand and deliver for the two nights. Just going to preview night. One and night two. Not gonna make no predictions. Um, like I said, I'm gonna do something special for WrestleMania week. In addition to it being WrestleMania week in a perfect time, and I don't know, the stars just lined up right. I dropped my 20th episode during WrestleMania week next week. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking to do some big things, and you know, hopefully, uh. Get to land some uh, guests for the 20th episode, Lord willing. So, you know, see how it work out. All right. And um, everybody knows the format pretty much going to do the plugs and the shout outs. Also, if you are interested in getting ad reads, uh, make sure you email me at the number one S-T-R-U-G-G-L-E radio at gmail.com. Once again, that's one struggle radio at gmail.com and i'll be more than glad to uh email you back and give you more information about doing the ad read all right real quick just want to uh give a big shout out to my big bro uh partner at crime dj hardcore dj hardcore productions uh don't forget well without a shadow of a doubt since it's been a couple weeks uh he got a showcase coming up actually next weekend i think when I did episode 18, I might have said or plugged this week's, this weekend, not this weekend because, you know, Saturday, but next weekend, uh, I think I might have plugged it on episode 18. But if not, once again, go to eventbrite.com slash DJ Hardcore Productions. You can get tickets, uh, get more information about the show. It'll be at uh, 54 Maplewood Mall. It's going to be two shows, The Herb and Spoken Word. And also, uh, he's doing a new comedy show. Been a minute since he did a comedy show. He's been mainly doing The Herb and Spoken Word. So this time, it's a good look. He decided to um, 
bless y'all with uh, another comedy show. So uh, look forward to that. Like I said, next weekend, April 10th. Also, um, can't forget the Lucky Well. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Spring Garden. Also on uh, 111 Butler Pike in Ambler. And don't forget, they opened uh, Warrington back up, especially with all the new um, restrictions been lifted from the COVID and the pandemic, which is great. You know, so uh, if you haven't got it, um, you know, I, I give my reserves and everything about the vaccine, but you know, it's it, it it's a good thing that things is getting back to normal. But this isn't a political podcast; it's a wrestling podcast. Uh, let me go ahead and get the Facebook shoutouts in real quick. Can't forget uh, Russell Cade, Geech Geech, what up? Thirty Case. Now I'm saying Pat the Facts just celebrated a birthday this week, so happy birthday, Pat the Facts. Um, wrestling marks worldwide. Shout out my man White. Um, I see a little you're young and he getting big like mine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to White. Shout out to True Hills, Sid Puller. That man is doing amazing things. He probably seldomly or heard my podcast. I make sure to send him the link, but make sure y'all support True Hills and Sid Puller the third. He been on Sports Kedia. I see this ball Crizzle Mania. I can't wait till whenever StarCast come about and me and him cross paths and it'd be a pleasure to meet him, but because I always big him up on my podcast, but he a good dude, you know what I'm saying? And uh, make sure y'all go to uh, Marked Out Club. So it's the four. It's Russell Cave, Russell Marks Worldwide, True Hills, and it's Marked Out Club. Four Facebook groups your boy is involved with, and also you can get the link um, to this podcast and you can also go to Castbox, bos go to speaker we also on soundcloud and we on youtube all at one struggle radio network well really one struggle radio at uh youtube soundcloud Castbox, box fm and also speaker all right so now i got the plugs i got the shout outs out the way Without further ado, let's get started with episode 19. All right. So it's going to be a little different. We're going to set it off with the ROH. We're going to do a little quick recap of um, the uh, the um, anniversary show that was uh, March the 23rd, which I did have a chance to watch that on Honor Club. If you haven't subscribed, it's definitely worth $10 a month. I just uh, renewed it so I could watch the anniversary show, which was amazing. So uh, let's get into it. All right. It starts off with a four corner survival match. Brian Johnson goes over on Dan Housen, Eli Isom, and LSG. He had the ROH World Six Man Tag Team Match or the World Trios Tag Team Championship Match. You had Shane Taylor Promotions uh, going over and keeping their title against Mexi Squad, which was Bandito, Flamita, and Ray Horace, which ended up, the three of them, having a triple threat match. We'll get into that later. All right, next up was the television, the ROA championship match, which was Tracy Williams. He defeated Kenny King, which... 
Kenny King was substituting for um, Dragon Lee because Dragon Lee had to get surgery of some sort. So Kenny King had to defend the title. And fortunately, he lost to Trace Williams. All right. So next after that, you had Flip Gordon going over on Mark Briscoe. Dalton Castle defeats Josh the Good Woods, which had a hill. Well, you had Silas Young at the end of the match uh, beat down got Josh the Good Woods. So I guess that tag team is no longer around anymore. <laughs> All right. So after that, you had the grudge match with Jay Briscoe going over on EC3. Then you had the triple threat I talked about with Bandito going over on Flamita and Ray Orders, which was an amazing triple threat match. Then you had uh, another grudge match, which was somewhat a cinematic match, but it ended up being a no contest, and that was Matt Taven versus uh, Vincent. But it was pretty good. It was well done. Then Maria Canellas Bennett announces that the world, the ROH World Championship Tournament will be this summer to crown a new uh, Woman of Honor uh, Women's Championship, well, champion. All right, and then you had the ROH Pure Championship match. You had Jonathan Gresham uh, go over and keep his championship against Dak Draper. Then you had the uh, World... Well, you had the ROH World Tag Team Championship. You had the Foundation, Tracy Williams and Red Titus defeat La Faction Indorables, which was Kenny King and La Bestie, which was a pretty good match, and I was shocked that um, the Foundation won. And then in the main event, you had Roosh defeat Jay Lethal and pretty much uh, keep the... Uh, ROH World Heavyweight Belt, which was an amazing match too. All, overall, I give that um, anniversary show for ROH out of a dime scale. I, I give it a solid eight and a half. Definitely a solid eight. I, I'm gonna keep it funky. I'm gonna give it an eight point seven, close to an eight point nine. It was it was definitely it was definitely a good um, pay per view or in streaming special, however you want to put it, but. <laughs> I know it was a pay-per-view. It's usually um, ROH's annual pay-per-view, and they did a pretty good job. That's why I gave it a high score. Okay, now, let's get into the long part of every J-Raw Wrestling episode, and that is the AEW block, which is, for those who may be your first time listening to it, um, to the podcast, basically I break down uh, All Elite Wrestling I start with uh, BTE, which is one of my favorite web shows around. <laughs> Dennis, uh, Elevation. I do quick recaps of Elevation and Dark. I don't break down each match. Now, only matches I break down is on my favorite show, of course, and that's Dynamite. All right, so we're going to get into... Um, we're going to start out with uh, BTE being the Elite, episode 249 recap cat which was last monday all right so it starts off with private party talking about their this ain't water drink and they wonder about butcher blade and the bunny now hardy shows up and says he will make sure everyone will gel they talk about the dark order and the tnt champion darby allen 
Hardy says that Allen better watch his step or he'll take his title. Hardy goes off and talks with 3B. Says he think they'll that they'll dominate part of the group. They'll just kind of sit there and stare at him. Then Hardy comes back as broken Matt to try to appeal to them in a different way. He mentioned the different dimensions which seems to interest them. Cutting back to big money, Matt talking with private party about how he switched to Broken Matt when he talked with the other group. Private party thought Broken Matt was dead. Hardy says he's a chameleon. He can adapt to any situation as he assures them about 3B and they will make a lot of money together. All right, so next in uh, this episode, you had Matt Jackson and Daily Blaze with his kids for taping a dynamite. For Matt's birthday, Bradley Cutler got him the other pieces for the skateboard decks as he receives a few weeks back. Now Matt says he doesn't know how to put them together properly and he goes off to find some skateboarders in AEW. <laughs> Clips are shown of Angelico, Ryan Nemeth, and Darby Allen putting together while Brian Cage and Jack Evans try a few tricks. Backstage, Luchasaurus bumps into Caesar Pannoni in the hallway. Marco Stunt tells Griff Garrison that he wants to be someone to wants to be someone to do the first in AEW. Stunt talks about the Spanish announce table with Alex Hanabernes listening in the background. Stunt says that he's going to be the first to break the Spanish announce table. Hanabernes <laughs> looks. Horrified, he immediately goes to his broadcast partners to let them know the word is out that the Spanish announce table. Stunt is seen walking around the back and checking things out. Dasha says there's no need to be nervous as she hands out weapons for protection. Stunt gets close and is chased off. Now next up, the Dark Order hangout and the group and Hangman Page talk about having a rough night in the ring evil uno breaks the news that john silver might need a whole new arm he had shoulder injury during the aew title match against allen on last week's dynamite page then tells the group that they have a good arm and hinting that they could give him one public swole announcement is back and Swole lets the people know that the mask goes over the nose. If she catches you not wearing properly, you'll get popped in the mouth. <laughs> Which was a it was a funny segment. I, I miss Swole. It was good Sander. <laughs> now back to the Dark Order about cutting five off Five's arm to give to Silver. John shows up and wonder why nobody came over to help him while he was crying. They tell him they offer up five's arm and silver says he doesn't want his silly little arm his shitty little arm mm. oh 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 I, I i might edit i should edit that out but he just says he don't need the little arm <laughs> silver says he doesn't want five he just wants five small manhood and they cut it off then a sh drop a shrimp on the floor as they call five shrimp, you know what, <laughs> in the previous episode. All right, Carl Anderson wants Doc Gallows to get some food, and he says Doc 
has been in a terrible mood lately. Doc is super grumpy and says that he doesn't want to go. He's mad that Carl for taping his hands so he can so he can't, you know, let one off, so to speak. <laughs> Anderson says that they're winning, they're winning though. Doc gives him the middle finger and Carl walks off. Alright, so last backstage. Cutler is icing his knees and the Young Bucks tell him they should be proud of his performance. The group lost their mat and Cutler doesn't believe that Matt and they, um, let me say this again. Cutler doesn't believe what Matt and Nick are saying to be proud. That's not the Young Bucks I used to know, Cutler says. Back in the day, if he messed up, they would let him have it. Matt and Nick says it's not to be hard on himself. Cutler wonders if Matt and Nick are just content with their success and that their mentality has changed. Cutler says BTE is just dark order taking over and think and thinks maybe what Don Callis said to them on Dynamite was true. When you guys look in the mirror now, do you see the same version of yourselves? Your best versions? What do you guys see? And that's the end of uh, BT episode 249 for last week. All right, so I'm gonna take a quick, quick little uh, swig of water and get through these uh, quick little recaps of uh, Elevation and uh, Dark, and then we going to uh, go into Dynamite and then take a break. All right, so hold on real quick. All right, let's get into it. All right, now, first up is the quick elevation recap for March 29th. All right, first up, you had Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor teaming up to defeat J.D. Drake and Ryan Nemeth. You had John Moxley defeat Bill Collier. Cody gave a young fan a weight belt. Penelope Ford defeated Layla Gray. Gun Club. Defeated Rex Lawless and Milk Chocolate. You had Joey Janela with Sunny Kiss defeat Chandler Hopkins. You had Thunder Rosa defeat Alex Garcia. You had Layla Hirsch defeat Vipress. You had Frankie Kasarian defeat Danny Limelight. Then Ethan Page defeat Fugo De La Soul. You had Hikaru Shida and Tyler Conti team up and defeat Jasmine Allure and Tisha Price. You had Jungle Boy with Jurassic Express defeat Jack Evans with Angelico. You had QT Marshall and Lee Johnson defeat Adam Priest and Aaron Fry. Then you had Rio Misunami defeat Kylie King. Then last up, you had Dark Order 5 and 10 defeat D3 and Very Morales. Oh, also you had Private Party, of course, Isaiah and Cassidy and Mark Quinn defeat Bear Countries, Bear Boulder and Bear Bronson. And you had Bear Country Brawl with Jurassic Express after the match. You had Scorpio Scott defeat Matt Sidell. And then after the match, Ethan Page attacked Matt Sidell. Now, that was the end of Elevation. All right, so now is the quick recap for Dark, which was the next day, the 30th. All right, 
So you had The Butcher, The Blade, Defeat, Milk, Cho- Milk Chocolate, which was Brandon Watts and Randy Summers. You had Maddie Wanganowski, Defeat, Jasmine Allure. You had The Chaos Project, a Luther and Soprintico, Defeat, Dean Alexander and Justin Law. You had Angelico, Defeat, Sunny Kiss. Dark Order, Eva Uno, Stu Grayson, and Coke Havana. Cabana, defeat Vari Morales, Bill Collier, and D3. You had Jurassic Express of Marco Stunt and Luciosaurus, defeat Adam Priest and Casey Navarro. You had Diamante, defeat Vipress. You had Team Taz of Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, and Powerhouse Hobbs, defeat Jake St. Patrick, Sage Scott, and Chandler Hopkins. You had Big Swole, Red Velvet, and Colin King defeat Ashley Vox, Delma Exo, and Vertie Vixen. You had Michael Nalazawa defeat Mike Magnum. You had Miro and Kip Sabian defeat Baron Black and John Schuyler. And then you had Max Caster defeat Alex Reynolds. All right, and that was the two quick recaps of... Elevation and Dark. All right. So now it's time to go into my favorite show, ladies and gentlemen, and that would be the Dynamite Recap. All right. So Dynamite was, of course, which was last Wednesday, March the 31st. All right. The show starts off with a match, Christian Cage versus Frankie Kazarian. Now the match ends when Kazarian has Cage in a cross-faced chicken wing. Cage attempts to counter it into a kill switch, but Kazarian blocks it. Cage then counters Kazarian with a reverse DDT, and then Cage goes to the top rope for a dive, but he misses. Kazarian then pulls the cross-faced chicken wing on Cage against the middle of the ring, and then Cage manages to make it to the ropes. Kazarian gets in the ref's face, and he gets in the face of Christian. Christian goes for the surprise roll-up for the pin, though Kazarian kicks out. Christian soon has Cage, uh, excuse, excuse me, Christian soon has Kaz down and he hits a big frost pass, a pin attempt, but Kazarian kicks out. Now Kaz is sent into the ring post shoulder first. Kazarian backs up and walks right into a kill switch and this allows Christian to get the kill switch in get the pin to win for his first win in AEW there you have it Christian Cage goes over Frankie Kazarian via his finisher the kill switch alright so next up we have the exhibition match with Cody Rhodes versus Coochie Marshall as the special guest referee is R. Anderson now Coochie Marshall and Cody Rhodes begin with a tie-up, and then they both exchange holds until Rhodes has the upper hand. Rhodes throws down Marshall easily with the shoulder tackle, then Rhodes hits multiple arm drag. Cody is stopped after Marshall grabs Cody by the hair and takes him down. Marshall slaps Rhodes across the face, which irritates him, so Cody takes him down with an easy slam. All right, so we're back from commercial, 
and then Cody takes down Marshall with ease again. Cody sends QT out and then Cody holds the ropes. Marshall gets back in the ring and then suddenly gives a heavy right hand to Arn Anderson. Then all of a sudden, the natural nightmares get in the ring and then QT students turn on the original nightmares, which are Cody Rhodes, Billy Gunn, Lee Johnson, Colt Gunn, Dustin Rhodes are taken out. Nick Caroto, Anthony Agogo, and Aaron Solo join their trainer, QT Marshall, and walk off after Red Velvet persuades them to stop. Alright, so pretty much the um, exhibition was a no contest. Alright, so we come back from commercials with an interview of Dasha and Red Velvet, and she says that she had to make the save for Cody as our partner. And then all of a sudden, Jay Cargill comes out of nowhere and, and attacks him. All right, so next up, we get a match with John Moxley versus Cesar Bononi. All right, so John Moxley and Cesar Bononi get into each other's faces. Both men exchange strikes, but Moxley takes over and put. To, but Moxley takes over and put Bononi in a single crab hole. Moxley comes back with multiple kicks to Bononi's chest. Moxley was going for another strike. But Ryan Nemeth trips up Moxley, allowing Benoni to take control as they go to another commercial. We come back from commercial with Benoni in control, and Moxley begins coming back after Boney charges in and misses, Mo and misses Moxley. Moxley then hits Benoni with a German suplex, and Moxley now hits a German suplex on Benoni. The referee is distracted by J.D. Drake, and Ryan Nemeth gets in the ring. But Moxley is ready and hits him with a paradigm shift. Moxley then immediately puts Moni in a sleeper hold. This gets Moxley to win as the referee calls for the belt. So there you have John Moxley going overseas with Bernoni via uh, submission. Alright, they go into a promo with MJF showing his gifts to the members of the Pinnacle. He opens the door and it's the inner circle. The inner circle begins to attack the pinnacle. Sammy Guevara takes out Sean Spears. Jake Hager puts Wardlow through a table. Proud and Powerful take out FTR. And then we see Chris Jericho throwing MJF through a small glass refrigerator. Now, this was crazy. If you ain't see Dynamite, go back and watch it. This segment was nuts. <laughs> All right, so after that, we go to Alex Marvez, who's talking to the Young Bucks, but they're interrupted by Don Callis. Callis tells Nick Jackson that he broke, well, yeah, he broke Kenny Omega's heart, and he chose the Young Bucks, and that's why he came to AEW. Callis calls Jackson, well, excuse me, Callis asks Jackson what went wrong, and Callis slaps, which was Matt, not Nick got the results off of Fightful. <laughs> shout out to Fightful.com. Shout out my boy SRS and Jimmy Van Zandt and everybody there. Uh, Callis slaps Matt Jackson. Jackson grabs Callis but let him go and then Callis tells Nick that he, I mean Matt, not Nick, Matt, that he's pathetic. Alright, so next up we get the 
uh, trios match with Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus Laredo Kid, Pentagon Jr., and Ray Phoenix. Now, the match ends when Carl Anderson tags in Omega and he hits Laredo Kid with a few strikes before he tags in Doc Gallows. Omega and the Good Brothers are in exchanging tags and laying a beat down on Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid has not been able to tag out. They come back from commercial break and Laredo Kid is getting beat down. Pentagon gets the hot tag and he nails two switchblades. Rain Phoenix is in and he delivers a high senton on Anderson. The Good Brothers go for the magic killer but is broken up. Ray Phoenix then hits Omega, Omega with the Canadian Destroyer. Carl Anderson delivers a spawn buster, a big spawn buster. Omega hits Laredo Kid with multiple knee strikes as they are now both the legal men. Omega goes for the one-winged angel, but Laredo Kid gets out of it. Omega goes for the V-trigger, but Laredo Kid hits the Michidoku driver as he goes for the pendant win, but Omega kicks out. Omega is now back up and he hits the V trigger on Laredo Kid. Omega goes for the pin and gets the win and he begins to celebrate with the Good Brothers. And there you have it. Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers go over on Laredo Kid, Ray Phoenix, and Pentagon Jr. Now the match ends and John Moxley and the Young Bucks enter the ring, but however, Omega, Anderson, Gallows, and Callus escape before they're, they are attacked. Now, after they come back from commercial break, they now show a promo with Dr. Bit Breaker and Rebel promoting AW Dark Elevation. Alright, so next up, we get a tag match with Hikaru, Hiko, excuse me, Hikaru Shida and Taya Conti versus the Bunny and Nala Rose with Vicky Guerrero. Now the match ends when Conti delivers judo strikes and delivers a knee strike to the Bunny and Conti gets knocked outside of the ring. The Bunny goes outside but Conti is ready for her and hits the Bunny with a backbreaker. The Dark Order begins a fight with Matt Hardy and the Butcher and the Blade and private party Conti hits the bunny with the take tay ko she goes for the pin but rose breaks it up vicky guerrero then gets the referee and conti's attention as she's on top of the apron which allows bunny to hit conti with the singapore cane and then bunny gets the pin over conti and get the win not for her nala so there you have it. The Bunny and Nala Rose go over on Tyler Conti and Hikaru Shida. All right. So next up, we get the main event, which is the Arcade Anarchy match. Miro and Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Now the match ends when Cassidy is back in the ring and he hits the orange punch on Sabian. Cassidy goes for the pin to win, but Penelope Ford grabs and pulls Aubrey Edwards out of the ring. Ford nails Cassidy with a low blow. Ford goes to hit Cassidy with her belt, but Chris Statlander appears and begins to attack Ford. Miro is back beating down both Taylor and Cassidy. 
Miro grabs Cassidy and throws him at least 10 feet as Cassidy hits the ground hard. Cassidy and Teller are trying to get back up and into the match, but a, a van appears, and behind them is Sue and the returning Trent Beretta. All three men begin attacking Miro and Sabin. Miro gets some heavy shots in on Beretta and Taylor. Beretta gets back up and throws a chair right at Miro. Taylor has Sabian up and he hits him with a running power slam. Taylor goes for the pin to win and gets the win over Sabian and Miro. And there you have it. Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor go over Miro and Kip Sabian and win RK Anarchy. And it was dope to see Chris Statlander and Tripperetta back, which now Chris Statlander is part of the best friends. All right. So that was your whole entire AEW block for this week. That was BTE, Dark, Elevation, and Dynamite. All right. That was four shows. Plus, I gave y'all a recap of ROH19. Whew, I definitely going to take a break. All right, so take a break. We'll come back. It's going to be the rest of the show. We got uh, Impact. We got the New Japan recap. We also got the NXT stand and deliver two-night preview. Wrestling news. The top 10 this week is the top 10 male wrestlers. Y'all going to like my top 10 for this week. And then also the botch and the hot spot of the week. All right, so... Take a quick break. Be back. Stay close. All right. Peace. Okay, we are back with episode 19 of the j raw wrestling podcast this is actually we started out it was april the 3rd now it's midnight so we are into april the 4th <laughs> 2021 uh so far i had opportunity to recap the roh 19th anniversary pay-per-view of course did the aew block which was BTE, uh, Elevation, Dark, and Dynamite. Now it is up Impact Wrestling. And after that, going to recap New Japan. And then we're going to do a preview of the NXT TakeOver next week, which is two nights, first time ever. In NXT history, is going to be two nights. So we're going to do a little preview of that. Then, of course, going to wrestling news, then the top 10, and then the botch and the hot spot of the week. Before we get into Impact real quick, want to uh, plug uh, quick sponsors. First sponsor, of course, Big Bro, DJ Hardcore, DJ Hardcore Productions. Got the uh, showcase coming up next weekend, April the 10th. Make sure you go to eventbrite.com and it is uh, the showcase will be located at 54 Maplewood Mall right here in the Germantown section of Philadelphia right off of uh, Green Street. 
Showtime, I believe, starts at uh, 7 o'clock. It's going to be two shows. The first show, I believe, is going to be the uh, Herbs of Spoken Word and the comedy show right after. And you can get the tickets off of Ventbrite.com. Um, believe Big Cuz Big Bro is uh selling tickets at the door. I know my face gonna be in the place, so y'all see me there. All right. Um you got uh Pretty Smiles, Billy Rick, Major, and uh special guest Cherie Street Blunt, hosted by Jucky Johnson. That'll be the gentleman who'll be hosting the brutally honest comedy show going down next saturday put on by yours truly uh dj hardcore dj hardcore production big bro all right and uh other sponsor of course lucky well located in ambler on uh butler pike also in warrington up there on eastern road and don't forget right here in uh spring garden here in the northern liberty section of the city all right so Oh, as y'all just see, um, the more ad reads I get, of course, I'll be a little bit more enthusiastic. I ain't on the level of Sean Ross, Sean Ross set. Shout out to Fightful, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Make sure you shout them guys out, especially I use a lot of their content and their good dudes, especially I support them. So make sure you support Fightful Select, Jimmy Van Zandt, SRS, Jeremy Lambert, my man, Alex with the sour grapes, the whole staff. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you check them out. All right. So now, since I got the plugs out and uh, also plugging ad reads, let's go ahead into it. Let's get into this impact recap, which was for March the 30th. Oh, speaking of impact, if you guys don't know, they made a big announcement. They're going to be moving to Thursday starting April the 8th. So, next, actually, uh, this week coming up, it'll be their first Thursday. They'll be moving from Tuesday to Thursday because the following week, NXT will be moving from Wednesday to Tuesday. We'll talk more about that later. All right, so, first match starting off with the uh, Impact was a women's knockout tag match with the tag champs. Fire and Flavor versus Havoc and Nevaeh. Now, Havoc shoves Kiera backwards and hit a backbreaker into a lariat before tossing her into the corner and tagging Nevaeh before she and Havoc double-team Kiera for two. Now, Fire and Flavor take control and isolate Havoc until she gets the hot tag to Nevaeh, who clotheslines Tasha repeatedly and hits a German suplex before Havoc hits a sit-down powerbomb for a near fall. Now, Tasha gets the blonde tag to Kiera before everyone hits the move and Fire and Flavor double-team Havoc for the pin to win. And there you have it. Fire and Flavor go over on Havoc and Nevaeh via pinfall. Now, we get a backstage interview with James Storm ahead of his 1,000 match which will be against Eric Young as we go to commercial. Now we get a backstage interview with Deanna Perrazzo and Susan before Jazz shows up and attack them both. Next up, you get Sammy Callahan versus Larry D with AC Romero in his corner. 
Now, Sammy knees Larry in the ribs repeatedly before clotheslining him off the apron, and Larry catches him when he goes for a suicide dive and drives Sammy into the apron. Larry then backdrops Sammy across the edge of the apron, and we go to commercial. We come back from commercial break, and Larry is in control of Sammy before he comes back with the DVD for two before they exchange on the apron and Sammy traps Larry in the ropes. Sammy then hits a dragging power driver for the pin to win. And there you have it, Sammy Callahan going over on Larry D via pinfall. After the match, AC attacks Sammy before he and Larry leaves. Now we get a highlight of Finn Juice in action in New Japan before we go to Kenny Omega Don Callis and the Good Brothers in a locker room before Carl and Doc Gallows leave after Don whispers an idea to Kenny as we go to commercial. Now backstage, Sammy meets with Trey Miguel before Sammy tells Trey that he needs to take his anger and use it before offering to mentor Trey. Sammy then tells Trey to think about it for about a week and then give his answer before leaving. All right, so after that, we get a match with Brian Myers versus Suicide. Now, Brian drops Suicide with the shoulder block before Suicide hits a head scissors into an octopus stretch before Brian gets to the ropes for a break. Brian takes Suicide down and then locks in a rear chin lock before Suicide's come back with a shotgun drop kick before Brian hits a shotgun drop kick. Brian then hits a flatliner into a roster cut for the pin to win. And there you have in a squash match, Brian Myers defeats Suicide via pinfall. Now after the match, Brian rejects Matt Cardona's challenge to a match at Hardcore Justice. All right, so backstage, Jazz meets Tommy Dreamer, and Tommy makes a double jeopardy match between her and Deanna Perrazzo, where Deanna will put her title on the line, and Jazz will put her career on the line as we go to commercial. All right, so we come back, and Kenny and Don show up in Swinger's Palace, and they put 20000 on Kenny winning the match at Rebellion. All right, so after that, next up, we get a tag match with TJP and Josh Alexander versus Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. Now, Fulton and Josh kick things off before Josh hits a diving shoulder tackle and sends Fulton into the post before Ace comes in and Josh takes him down with a front face lock. Ace backs Josh into the rules for a break before Fulton attacks Josh from behind and Josh and TJP double-team Fulton and Ace. Now, Ace isolates TJP before he gets the tag to Josh, who gets a backdrop to Fulton, who hits with a delayed suplex before he and Ace double-team Josh. Now, TJP saves Josh before he and Josh double-team Fulton, and then Josh accidentally splashed TJP and Fulton before Josh counters the fold into a rolling senton. 
TJP then hits the Black Mamba Splash before they argue who will pin Ace before Ace rolls TJP up for the pin to win. So there you have it going over. Ace Austin and Man Bam Fulton defeat, defeats TJP and Josh Alexander via the pinfall. All right, so after that, we get a uh, backstage segment where Don meets with Willie Mack and shows him the One Wing Angel video before Rich shows up. And Don tells Rich that Kenny can that Kenny can't wait to kick out of his finisher. Now Rich tells Don that he'll slap him if he if he weren't his boss before Don says that he's not his boss for the next 10 minutes before taking his sunglasses off. Rich then goes to hit Don before Kenny attacks him from behind and he and the good brothers attack Rich and Willie before Eddie Edwards shows up and even the odds before they run off Kenny and company as we go to commercial. Now we come back for commercial, we get a video package promo from Ballin' by Design ahead of Eric's match against James Storm in our main event. All right, so we have the main event. We have James Storm with Chris Sabin and Jake Something versus Eric Young with Violent by Design, Dina Rhino and Joseph Daring. Now they lock up for a stalemate bef before James back EY in the corner for a clean break before shoving him and dropping him with a back elbow before hitting an elbow drop for two. James locks in a rear chin lock before EY gets his feet and backs James into the corner rope for a clean break before James elbow him across the back of the neck. EY then sends James out onto the apron before he gets knocked down by Diener as we go to commercial. Now we come back from break and EY is in control of James back in the ring before James comes back with a jawbreaker and an inverted atomic drop with an Ingazuri. James hits a netbreaker for two before hitting the eye of the storm for a near fall before EY hits a jumping netbreaker into a diving elbow drop for a near fall. Now EY exchanged, EY exchanged strikes with James until James hits a backstabber for a near fall that Dina breaks up by jumping on the apron. The six men at ringside then brawl before Chris Harris stops EY from cheating and tosses him back in the ring as James hits a super kick for the pin to win. And there you have it. James Storms wins his 1,000 match in Impact going over Eric Young via the pinfall. All right, that was pretty much Impact for uh, last Tuesday, which was March the 30th, which was a uh, pretty good impact. Even though it didn't draw that much viewers, and we'll get into that in the wrestling news, but you know, on a J Raw wrestling podcast scale, I give it about a, a good solid seven and a half. It was a good, good impact for this week. All right, so next up, we're going to recap uh, New Japan. I'm only going to do um, the two nights uh well night two and night three of secure genesis later on in a couple hours it's supposed to be um night four i believe with 
the main event is supposed to be, I believe, um, Osprey versus Kota Ibushi for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. I'll talk about that later <laughs> in the high spot in the botch of the week. You'd be surprised which one that's going to be. But <laughs> well, then again, if you listen to this podcast and you're um, a true wrestling fan and air quotes a mark, then you already know which one that's going to be. But um, nevertheless, I'm going to go ahead and get into this recap. Uh, we're going to start out with night two of the road to Sakura Genesis. All right. Looks like we had a six-man, no, an eight-man match with, which I, I did watch this too. <laughs> eight-man match with LIJ, uh, Los Inanables de Japón, uh, which was Sonata, Tetsuya Naito, Shingo Tejaji, and Bushi going over on Yue Yorma, Yosa Tezushi, Gabriel Kidd, and Master Wado. You had a six-man match with El Desperado, Kanemaru, and Doki going over on Tire Mask, Rizzo, Takuchi, and Sho. Then you had the Bullet Club of Tashi Itimori, Evil, Kenta, Bad Luck, Fale, and Yurio Takahashi going over on Chaos's Hiyori Goto, Karusko Okada, Toriano, Tamarono Ishii, and Yoshihashi. All right. Mm, sorry, y'all, for hitting the mic. <laughs> All right, so next up, you had a six-man with the Switchblade, Jay White, Ghetto, and Jado going over. Shasta Shuri Komojita, Hisuri Tenson, and Hiro Tanahashi. All right, and in... A six-man match. You had Will Ospreay, Great o- Will Ospreay, Great Ocon, and Jeff Cobb defeat Tamarano, Hamane, Kota Ibushi, and Yuji Nagata. All right, so that was night two of Road to Sakura Genesis. All right, so here's night three recap. You had uh, another match with Los Enjonables de Japón, Tetsuya Naito, Shingo Tagaji, Sanada, and Bushi going over on Yota, Tetsuya, Yua Enorora, Gabriel Kidd, and Tiger Mask. You had another six-man match with Show, Masterado, and Rizu Taguchi, Going over on Doki, El Desperado, and Kanamaru. You had uh, another match with the uh, Bullet Club. You had Kenta Evil, Bad Luck Fale, Yurio Tanahashi, and Tatsi Ishimori defeat Yoshihashi, Okada, Ishii, Goto, and Yano. All right, and looks like another six-man match. It was Jay White, Ghetto, and Jado defeat. Tamaro Hamane, Yuji Nagato, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. All right. And you had a six-man match with Kota Ibushi, Satoshi Komuja, and Tenson defeating Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay, and Great Okan. All right. So that was night two and three of Road to Sakura Genesis. All right. So... 
going to add a little something something to episode 19 we're going to go over uh do a little preview of the two-night match card for the nxt stand and deliver which by the way i'm really looking forward to it that's why we're going to do a preview of it now um, like I said, I'm not going to do predictions on this episode. I'm going to save my predictions for probably next week. I'm going to do a special show Tuesday night where I'm going to re. I'm just going to do um, basically I'm just going to recap. Well, I'm not going to recap. NXT, I'm going to do that probably drop that tomorrow i may record it tonight or tomorrow drop that tomorrow but i'm definitely going to um preview uh stand and deliver and do my predictions i'll do it tuesday i'll do something special tuesday and um yeah probably um talk about dynamite too a little bit so yeah tuesday gonna be a special little show i'll do get y'all ready for this um dope uh which finally starting to feel like wrestlemania season and because we a week into it but yeah but um without further ado this is the dynamite nxt takeover stand and deliver uh we're going to preview night one which will be airing on usa network that'll be this wednesday coming up we have the NXT Women's Championship match. We have the champ Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez in a looks like going to be a triple threat. No, yeah, triple threat. It's going to be MSK, Wesley Nash Carter versus the Grizzled Young Veterans, James Grigg, Zach Gibson versus Legado Del Fantasma, Yokim Wild, and Raul Mendoza. And a six-man gauntlet match where the winner gets to face Johnny Gargano in night two of Stand and Deliver. And the six men are Dexter Loomis, Bronson Reed, Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve Scott, L.A. Knight, and Cameron Grimes. Then you got a grudge match, Pete Dunn versus Kushida, which should man that should be a, a sleeper it's gonna be a dope sleeper of a match uh you have and the main event is going to probably be the nxt uk championship match Oata coming all the way over from the uk to put his nxt uk championship up against my boy tamasho champa that's night one now night two is going to be uh that's going to be exclusively on Peacock. Now, I think they are airing um, night one on USA and on Peacock. I'm not sure, but I, de I definitely know they're airing it on USA. Um, you're going to have the NXT Championship match. Of course, Finn Balor, the champ, going up against Karrion Cross. An unsanctioned match is going to be Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. And North American match, like I said, you're going to have the winner of the gauntlet match from night one face the champ, Johnny Gargano. Then the NXT Women Tag Team Championship match, you're going to have Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, the champs, versus Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. 
and then you're going to have what should be a banger. And in all honesty, in my opinion, if they don't make it, which I would love the main event, definitely the curtain jerker is going to be the Unification Cruiserweight Championship match with the ace from NXT UK, Jordan Devlin versus the leader of Legado El Fantasma. That would be Santos Escobar. All right. So that is your preview of the night one and night two car for NXT um, TakeOver Stand and Deliver, which I say should be a awesome, awesome TakeOver. First time in NXT history. They're going to be doing two nights. So should be pretty amazing. All right, we at the hour mark right now, so we're just going to uh, take another break, and we're going to end it when I come back from break with the wrestling news. Of course, the top 10, which will be the top 10 male uh, wrestlers for this week, for well, for this episode. And then, of course, the high spot and the botch of the week. All right, so stay close. Peace. <laughs> So we back from that little break. I hope you guys enjoyed the first two parts of the uh, J-Raw Wrestling Podcast for episode 19 for April 3rd going into April 4th. <laughs> so far, like I said, I had an opportunity and I enjoyed to recap uh, ROH 19th anniversary. Did my usual AEW block. Uh, gave you guys a good recap with Impact and got you guys a little up to speed what's going on with New Japan and did a little something special, you know, kicking off WrestleMania week. And that was we did a recap for the NXT TakeOver two night event stand and deliver. We previewed night one or night two. All right, so now it's time to go into some wrestling news. All right. As you guys know, I like to give you each episode I drop on y'all. Give y'all a little bit of tidbit news. Give y'all the ratings for the week or for when I recorded this episode for the shows and how they did as far as TV-wise. And, of course, I got the top ten. For this episode and this episode is going to be uh, the top 10 uh, male wrestlers I'm feeling right now. It's a couple heels and a couple faces on there. So you guys may or may not like, but remember, it's just my top 10. It's not y'all's. It's my personal. So you, you can agree, disagree. You can always leave comments. Then, of course, the uh, hot spot and the botch of the week. All right, so without further ado, let's get into the beginning of the wrestling news. Let's start out with the TV ratings for the week of uh, March 29th. We have Raw came in at 1.701 million viewers. It was down 6.33% from last week, which averaged 1.816 million viewers. So that goes to show you why Raw was boring. 
All right, then Impact did about 149 viewers. You know, that's that whole issue with uh, Impact and all. I mean, being on Access and stuff. Dynamite did 700 viewers, a little down. Then you had NXT did 654, 654,000 viewers. And then the King of Kings, SmackDown, what it usually does, this time it did about 2.36 million viewers for the week. So that's pretty good. All right, so uh, first up, which was a mind blower when I heard this, WWE announced that Chris Jericho will be a special guest on Steve Austin's Broken Skull session coming up on Sunday, April the 11th. This episode, of course, is going to air on Peacock and uh, the network and also will be the first time in three years. I believe Jericho's been on WWE TV. Uh, and the whole thing was that Vince gave his blessing and Tony, too. So this should be interesting how this goes down. Definitely going to watch it for sure. All right. And of course, my man, my peeps from Fightful was they were told that Vince McMahon alone made the decision to split up the hurt business last week on Raw. Much of the chagrin of the group, they were told that. He was set in his choice to fracture the group even after MVP and Bobby Lashley were vocal about not being in support of the move. Now, the sources for Fightful indicate that both MVP and Lashley met with Vince about the idea, but later he dug, but he dug in his heels even more. So pretty much goes to show you it is what it is. I have my thoughts when WrestleMania, when I do the WrestleMania preview show. I have my thoughts. All right. So also there were social media guidelines that instruction instructed associated accounts not to reply to fans in the comments and not to speculate on rumors and first future storylines and to always present WWE and talent in the positive light. Now, the term dirt sheet was used to be a sensitive language used and how it may be interpreted by the dirt sheets was mentioned. All right. Now, Ring of Honor has announced that its 500 episode will be celebrated in a big way on the best of the planet streaming service. Ahead of the 500 episode special on Thursday, April 15th, premiering exclusively on the 24-7 streaming service, Honor Club. And there will be a few uh, programming airing on the free platform. Now, according to Uncle Dave, in air quotes, a.k.a. Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Radio or Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Bushi took in 13.3 million worth of revenue from November 2020 through January 2021. The revenue combined totals of New Japan Pro Wrestling and Stardom, which are both under the Bushi Road banner. Now, Biggie announced that the New Day's uh, Royal Rumble gear that they auctioned off, that was a tribute to Brody Lee. Rest in peace, Brody. 
had raised over $11,000, which they donated to Brody's family. I think that was so awesome. All right. Now, during a session on Twitter spaces, WWE official Adam Pearce announced a special WrestleMania SmackDown episode set for April the 9th. Now, during his announcement, he revealed the return of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And in addition to the match, it was also announced that the SmackDown Tag Team Championships will be on the line in the Fatal 4-Way match featuring the Mysterios, the Street Profits, Chad Gable and Otis, and the incumbent champions, of course, Dolph Ziggler and uh, Robert Roode. All right, now last, it was announced that all three competitors in the WWE Championship match at WrestleMania will also have the chance to give the final word on uh, the the go-home SmackDown the day before, you know, WrestleMania, which should be good. All right, so that was all your, all your news. I got a gave y'all a mixed bag. <laughs> y'all know how the, the, the press do. I gave y'all... WWE New Japan and I gave you Ring of Honor. That's how that's how I do. Gave y'all a mixed bag, just like this whole episode, a mixed bag. All right, so let's get to the favorite part of the episode and take this John. Take this, I say John. Haha, that's PG. <laughs> take this John on home. A little over an hour. All right, so uh we're gonna do the top 10 real quick. The top 10 male wrestlers at number 10 was AJ Styles. Number nine is Moose. Number eight is Cesaro. Number seven from New Japan is Jay White. Got six, Cody coming in from AEW. We got coming in the Rev Pro Champ, also repping New Japan Pro Wrestling. That is the Will Allspray. Number four, the Impact World Heavyweight Champ, Rich Swan. Number three, the Raw WWE Champ, Bobby Lashley. Number two, the head of the table, the WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. And number one, coming in on my top ten, of course, is Kenny Omega, the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. All right, to recap it real quick, 10, AJ Styles, 9, Moose, 8 is Cesaro, 7 is Jay White, 6 is Cody, 5 is Will Ospreay, 4 is the Impact World Champion, Rich Swan, 3 is the WWE Champion, Bobby Lashley. Number two is the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. And number one is the AEW World Champion, Kenny Omega. All right, so the high spot of the week, without a doubt, and I give it the golf clap of the week. And that got to be Chris Jericho going on the Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold. Like I said, that that, I'm speechless. I just want to watch it listen to it and just soak it in and i give you my thoughts on episode 20 about that because i'm going to definitely record that after that so yeah definitely all right um of course the botch of the week like i hinted earlier give it the bob barker 
and because of copyright infringement, I ain't going to put it in here. I'm going to just do it on my own. Bum, 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 bum. The Abacha of the Week is the nasty mesh of the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship and this New Japan Strong Open weird looking championship. Like, what is New Japan doing? Usually they be on first. All right, all right, all right, all right. I get. All right, granted, y'all know I'm only about maybe four or five years in really into being in a New Japan. I say no more than six, but for them to just wipe away the lineage of the heavyweight belt and the intercontinental belt and then make this. I, I seen something that was so thorough. <laughs> Somebody took Cody's net tat and the old Divas belt and messed it together. And that's what you got with that world heavyweight belt. I mean, I get it, but eh, I don't know. Uh, I still like the old heavyweight belt. And then the New Japan Strong. Oh, you guys just say NJD, NJPW Strong. Could have done something like, come on, man. Like, uh, uh, they, def- they definitely both get my botch. I could have picked something else for botch of the week, but I-, I had to pick that, man. <laughs> had to pick that. All right, so there you have it for episode 19. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I'm getting ready to hit episode 20. That's a good milestone right there. 20 episodes took me about two, three years to get here, but I'm going to get better and we're going to keep them rolling. But yeah, episode episode 20 is, is on the horizon and what a better way to do it than on a Dynamite WrestleMania weekend next week. Well, what I'm going to do, and I'll tell y'all, is um, the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to drop little shoes, and then probably the week, like I said, that's that that Tuesday, even though it's going to be NXT. You know what? That week, that week, you might as well say that week. So I'll probably record it. What I'm going to end up doing now and what y'all seeing me doing now, I'm going to probably record Saturdays or Sundays and give it to you by the beginning of the week. Um, I'll do my best to still do a separate NXT show. I may do a separate um, doing the Ring of Honor New Japan combo thing. Uh, I don't want to do a separate AEW show because I like doing it within the episode. I like just doing one block of it. So that's why I try to do my best to stay doing it weekly. But with my work schedule and life and also being a music producer, I can't wait to do the music podcast. We're talking to Big Bro about that earlier, a.k.a. Big Cuz. But, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Yeah. So probably I'll drop episode 20 within the next, you might say within the next two weeks, definitely within the next, not next week, because got to watch all the WrestleMania stuff <laughs> and, and everything else. So, but definitely WrestleMania week is here. That's why I'm getting episode 19 in, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's going to be huge. You know, it's gonna be a good week for it. Good week for wrestling, man. This is this is our for us. 
wrestling fans, this is our favorite time of the year, WrestleMania season, without a doubt. No matter how much we may complain about WWE, how much we hate on it, how much we fanboy, whatever, we still love this time of year, WrestleMania, because other promotions, you know, um, catch the wave like Coke, and they, they take advantage of it, and we get some really good shows, and we get some really good wrestling, so... We get some really good matches we all talk about. So that, that's what it's about. That's why I do this podcast. You know what I'm saying? All right. So shut my mouth, wrap it up. You know what I mean, got it done. Episode 19 in the books. Let me do my shout out, do the plugs, and take this bad boy on home real quick. Got to, got to, got to shout out the fam, the one struggle family that is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, plug in Big Cuz, aka Big Bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, DJ Hardcore, DJ Hardcore Productions, showcase next Saturday, April the 10th. Another reason why y'all not going to get episode 24 about another week or two. <laughs> I'm going to be at the showcase next Saturday. Then I'm going to watch night one of WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? When I get home. But definitely. Um, you know, we got, uh, like I said, the showcase. Make sure you get the tickets off eventbrite.com slash DJ Hardcore Productions. You can hit him up on the social sites like Always Plug. He's on Facebook. He's on Instagram at DJ Hardcore Productions. And he also got a separate page on on Instagram for Herb and Spoken Word. So you can hit that page up too for tickets. Um, definitely, like I said, uh, of course, want to shout out the VP Nose G, aka ODL, my bro. You know what I'm saying? Also, Flames the Vet, you know what I mean? Them Bush Boys. Shout out, gotta shout out the fan who's just been buzzing like crazy. That's my folks, Cozy Mo, you know what I'm saying? Cozy Metal with the sweater, you know what I mean? Cozy Mo is killing it right now. Um, just shouting out, definitely, like I said, he, uh, oof, man, it's the One Struggle fam that, that get down with us, you know what I'm saying? And, and support. Make sure you go to castbox.fm. To get this, speaker.com, go to YouTube, also, and uh, SoundCloud, all at One Struggle Radio. Um, also, uh, plug in, shout out to Fightful, of course. Like I said, I get all my info, the news. I support them. Shout out to Fightful. Make sure y'all support Fightful Select. Go to Patreon. Oh, don't forget the um One Struggle Patreon, One Struggle Radio. We got a Patreon. I keep forgetting, to, not to forget it like that, but it's just so much, you know what I'm saying? But definitely, make sure you go to Patreon. We got a lot of stuff on that. You know what I'm saying? Patreon slash One Struggle Radio. Check us out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like I said, we on uh, plug the Facebook and everything like that. Uh, no, sorry, not Facebook. Oh, yeah, I meant to say, yeah, the Facebook groups. That's what I meant to say. Definitely the Facebook group. I don't know. If the show buzzes more, I may start my own Facebook group with the show but otherwise i do got a facebook group called woman and boy shirts i haven't done it in about a year or so but i will start posting my link up on that facebook group that i got personal that's thorough it's about women and boy shirts especially women wrestlers they i have that linked up i used to have a strip club sponsored but you know who knows? I know I'm supposed to keep it PG, but <laughs> a plug is a plug. Hey, look, the hair salon. Maybe I get with a hair salon or something like that, a woman product, you know what I'm saying, or doing with the lashes. They can sponsor the woman top 10. You know what I mean? Get at me. 
Now I'm saying there's some women that love wrestling, you know, because I'm about to shout out some of them women that love wrestling that be in the Facebook groups. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, they shout out to uh, Russell Cave, my boy Geechee Geech, and oh yeah, Yasmin, shout out to Yasmin and her podcast. I, I haven't, I'll be seeing her doing a thing on IG, but I haven't hit her up in a while. Make sure you support her, the Yasmin experience. I think it's something like that, but definitely. But yeah, uh, Russell Cave, um, Russell Marks, uh, True Hills, and Marked Out Club. You know what I mean? Them four Facebook groups. Your boy is a vibe with. Shout out to Sid Puller. He's with uh, True Hills. You know what I'm saying? Russell Marks, that's my man Dwight. You know what I mean? Shout out to him. He's also involved with Russell Cave. He's down with the Russell Cave movement. That's where I met him at. But more so, he definitely got his own movement with Russell Marks worldwide. So check him out. Happy birthday, shout out to Pat the Facts. Can't forget Pat the Facts, you know what I'm saying? Been on many a uh, Russell Cave episode with that guy. <laughs> All right, so that is episode 19 in the books. I'm done. I done ran my mouth enough. Make sure you go to Cast Box B-O-X and speaker the episode will be up also the episode will be up on youtube and it'll be up on soundcloud all right guys peace